Hey there, welcome to Beyond the Bikini podcast, where you can enhance your body and your mind. My name is Nicole Ferrier, exercise science grad, certified personal trainer, bikini competitor, and coach. On this podcast, you will learn more about my experience in the fitness industry, competing in bikini competitions, mental health, and how to gain more success in your own life in your fitness journey. So sit back, relax, or power through this cardio session and enjoy. How are you? Good. I got a really good smelling candle. Nice. So that's a great way to start off the um the girls chat episode. <laughs> it's a it's like cinnamon flavored. Fall's the only time I'll do like dessert flavored candles. Where'd you get it from? Target. Target. Um that's usually like me whenever I go to like home goods or target, like I go in like with the intention of like getting stuff for the house, like decorating. And then I end up with like a candle or a dog toy. Uh, I've been doing better with the decorating. Like I picked up this little um, tin thing for our mail and I'm going to put that in our entryway, but decorating is hard. I mean, you don't want to deck like at least with this house. I'm like, I don't want to decorate too fast because I feel obligated to decorate it. Like even my office, my office is still kind of a mess, but that's because I don't know what I want to look like yet. Yeah. Um, I, like, I feel like it's a little bit easier because you're starting from scratch, but at the same time, like, like you said, like there's no need to like rush it. Like you don't need to buy shit just to buy shit. Yeah. I'm honestly just going to wait till after the wedding too. Cause I would assume we're going to get a lot of money and cards yeah wait to see what you get off your registry and then um yeah go from there so girls chat today what are we going to talk about are we recording right now we've been recording oh shit (laughs) um Um, I guess we could talk about I got a couple so I put up that thing on Instagram oh Um, let's do that first you want to do that first yeah the topic or some of the things people asked about were like kind of vague so like we could go into more detail I guess based off because I asked so anyone listening I asked on Instagram because we like these like just funzy podcasts every once in a while like just a kind of fitness out sometimes I like help this helps me recharge that's like how we talked about having different podcasts lately and I've been listening to Reddit, Am I the Asshole podcast, which is just funny. It's just like funny stories because sometimes when I'm trying to like do the fitness stuff all the time, I feel tired and burnt out. I could do the fitness stuff all the time, but I need like, like I love some of my favorite podcasts, like is like Fuad's podcast and it's just like straight, like bodybuilding and like dude talk. Like, and I just love that. Fuad Abiyad, he's a he's a IFBB pro bodybuilder. What's the name he's of the like podcast? Semi retired. He has like he has like Ian Valier on. He has uh, Nick Walker on. Um, we could talk about some podcasts that we listen to right now, just the shows. Yeah, so that's it. I think I think the technical name of it is I think it's the real real bodybuilding podcast is Fuad's podcast, but that's like one of my favorite ones because like they'll just talk for like two and a half hours about like 
random things and like they recap like the shows and stuff like that and like yeah I'm I'm more of a meathead than you are so like yeah. I love like just listening to that and overhearing it and I just don't like have to think you know you like love the body and like the in-depth science side of things well and- that's not that one's not sciencey like that's what I'm saying like yeah for but me, like-, like I like I do love like um oh man I feel like I love hearing people's stories, like how they got to where they are and like the psychology side of things. Like that's, I mean, I love Celeste podcast for that reason. Um, What's the name? It's just so people know what's the name of that one. Confessions of a Bikini Pro. Because I just like to hear like how people got here. Like, what are they like? Why, why are they competing? Things like that. Um, bring out my podcasting right now um I like the Rob Bailey show which that's more like business and fitness some of my ones I really like um they don't post that often but Austin Stout has the optimal physique development podcast John Jewett has a really good podcast um I like Lauren Conlin's content lately too with um, Loco Roundtable because she's bringing on like behavior people. Like she had one on like leadership that I re- listened to recently that was really good. Yeah. And it, just her, she does a really good job at like breaking things down. But like even topics like hunger and they go into like mental and psychological hunger and. Um, the one you're talking about is cultivating an authentic leadership style. Like it's not just fitness. It's like how to better yourself as like a human being, which I like. So I listen to a lot of like health related, like ones too, like educational stuff, but then like non-fitness. I like, um, I like the skinny confidential. Do you ever listen to that one? I used to listen to that one. I don't listen to the ones that she has on though about like nutrition stuff because it's a lot of just guru. Yeah. But like the skincare stuff or like the relationship ones or the business ones, like I'll listen to. I love like mind pump, which you already know. I mean, if they did like a tour, like in, and they stopped in Florida or even like a local state, that would be cool to go see them. That was the first pot, like the first time I ever used the podcast app. Mind Pump. Was Mind Pump. Like, that was like 2015, 2016 when I just learned what podcasts were. I was like a freshman in college. So, yeah, it was like 2015, I think. And they were kind of a mess when they first started, but like they always had like a good personality. Yeah, I like I listen to I don't know every single one because that was like one of the only podcasts that I like ever listened to. Yeah, and they post like three times a week or something like that. I think it's like five. Shit. Okay, so we talked about that. Um, <laughs> didn't we say we were going to talk about these questions? Hold on. Yeah, let's go to the questions. Um. Okay. Here's. Do you ever? Okay, we we talked about this before we started recording a little bit, but do you ever just sleep in and have a lazy day? No. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> I don't have my circadian rhythm is like every day I wake up at 6.30 and sleeping in is seven o'clock. I don't set an alarm. I just naturally wake up at that time. And when I get up, like Jake 
can lay around in the bed for like an hour or two, I would die. Like I have to get up. I have my routine, take the dog out, get coffee, do my makeup. And then I do something productive because there's always something for me to do. Um, and I just, I mean, even with you and I traveling soon, I already know that that's going to be hard for me to like chill out in an airport and like not be at home feeling productive. (laughs) Oh, I mean, same. And like, like I usually wake up like during the week between like 6.45 and like 7.15, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then Sundays, like I'll maybe sleep until eight, but like my body just doesn't, like I won't be able to sleep in past eight. Yeah. Or I mean, like I, I have to get up and pee. And then once I get up and pee, then I'm like up. Uh, yeah. I mean, I recently started taking two days off, like taking the weekend. And the funny thing is, is like, I feel bad. My inbox isn't as crazy. And I'm like, I love to feel like needed, I guess, if that makes sense. Even though on Monday and Tuesday, I'm like jam packed with check-ins, but I have to learn how to like have slow, slow days too. Like you can't go hard all the time because then you're going to get resentful and like burn out. Yeah. I like to kind of use the analogy. Cause like, I mean, we've both obviously, you know, we have histories of like over-exercising. Right. And I've for sure come a long day with rest days. And like, now I take a minimum of one, I take like two rest days a week. It just depends on like, I, I train two on one off. So like two days on one day off. Um, but on those off days, like I've been just a lot better at like chilling. It's still, you know, a work in progress for me not to like overdo the steps or like today I was like I'm gonna take a yoga class and you're like you you can't sit still can you so like I struggle with like that kind of thing still a little bit but with the business side of things like I've kind of had a look at it as hey I take rest days from the gym because I want to go to the gym and be better and get stronger and, and all that and with rest days from work and setting boundaries with that like I have to tell myself like I have to I have to step away to be fully there yeah. on the days that I am, you know, working. Cause I do like, I don't like, it's really, really hard for me to take a day off from work completely. And I feel like for you, you're always like wanting to learn. And for me, I'm like hyper creative. So like I could have a content idea, like a huge list. And I feel like I have to do it right now. Um, but that's also not the best. Like you have to, I don't know. I I feel like I'm doing a lot better with that, but if you don't take time away, you're just going to feel burnt out. But at the same time too, like on that, like for me, like, I feel like taking one day is enough, like, and not even a full day. Like you have to know you and like everyone's version of balance quote unquote is different. Like yesterday, like yesterday I had an athlete competing. So I'm glued to my phone all day long. And I'm like, Mm. like, that is like, and that's okay. Like that, like I thrive off that. Like I'm her coach. Like I like want to be, I want to be glued to my phone. Like I want to be, you know, saying no to doing stuff with Mike because I want to make sure that I'm there and able to respond, you know, quickly. Yeah. Um, Everybody handles different workloads and life things differently too. Cause I've had clients be like, Oh, like, you know, can you, are you still taking clients? I know you're really busy right now. I'm like that, you know, just because I have a lot going on, like my work is my priority. So like, it's interesting to me, like 
you know, with the wedding planning and all that stuff. And even I've had people be like, oh, you're competing. Like, you know, like I, maybe you're not going to take clients for like two months. I'm like, That's, you're jumping to an assumption, you know, like my work is a priority. And, um, you know, we've gone into like the coaching podcast where like, for, I know for you and me, like, it doesn't matter like how busy we are. Like our clients are definitely a priority. Yeah. yeah. I think it just comes down to knowing yourself and like setting those boundaries. Like when am I like overdoing it for my version of balance? Yeah. Like if I had like 125 clients, <laughs> I don't know how any coach has over a hundred clients. Like I just no. don't get it. Cause I put it in comparison to like a service based thing, like a hairstylist or like a makeup artist like if you're telling me you're seeing 150 faces a week like oh my gosh like it's one thing if you're like I don't know like I don't like I just don't I, I think it's different if it's a super well-organized group-based program and let's say there's 100 people enrolled in it and it's more passive you know it's not direct time with that coach well, yeah totally yeah but, but that's like, not one-on-one coaching like that's not I don't no. know that's just not that's not what I do no geez um, so other things people wanted us to talk about were, oh, kind of related. So people, one person just said competing. So that's a huge ass topic, but another person asked, how do you explain the bodybuilding thing to friends and family who like, just like, they, they're like, you know, why do you want to change your body? Or like, why are all these Oompa Loompas on stage with an orange tan? Like they just don't get it. Yeah. I mean, I've heard Nicole Wilkins say this and she's like Miss Figure Olympia. And she said, it's like a pageant for fitness girls. And like, I kind of think that that works pretty well. I mean, I don't think that there's anything wrong with wanting to physically change your appearance and want to challenge yourself physically, but you know, they don't have to understand why you're doing it. I just think they need to respect it. So like, if you do explain it and they still don't get it, that's fine. I mean, my parents still, I think, don't fully get it or understand why someone would want to do that. Um, granted, I'm from the Midwest. A lot of people don't know why you would want to even work out, but you know, if it, if they see that it makes you happy, then that's really all that matters. Yeah. I think, I think, it, you you just have to walk the walk and like actions speak louder than words sometimes like I think when when I explain it it's I mean like we were talking about earlier like I love this sport like I love the lifestyle I love lifting and I would do this if there was no stage you know yeah. like I've been in an off season for two years like yeah. I like I just love this and to me like stepping on stage is like a manifestation like that is the hard work kind of like showing it off and like, I don't know, it's, it's, it's just a part of the overall process, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the other thing for me too, is like, I, I always say this, but only, you know, your intentions. So, you know, I can explain to someone until I'm blue in the face. And if they just don't get it or keep making assumptions. Yeah. They'll be like, Oh, you don't love your body now, or just, you're already fit now. Like that's probably my least favorite is when I hear things like that. It's like, yeah. no, like you can love yourself regardless of what season you're in. I have respect for myself and I've seen myself 
all different weights and shapes and sizes. And like, they all were a period of my life and they all had a purpose. Like, I don't think that there's anything wrong with wanting to improve though. No. And it's, I don't do this because I hate my body or I hate the way I am now. Like if anything, I do this because I love my body and I love what I'm doing now and I'm just continuing to improve. And, you know, I feel like there's this culture nowadays where it's like, you're a bad person if you want to improve or like, like, it's like this whole, like, accept yourself movement, you know what I mean? And it's like, well, fuck, like, there's nothing wrong with pressuring yourself to get better. Like, hello, like, can you imagine if like our world was full of people that are just like, (laughs) like, I don't know, like a bunch of moms that like, are like, oh, self-love, self-love is doing nothing and just staying the same. Like, no, it's definitely I mean, I definitely think self-love is having some sort of discipline because you're not going to like be unemployed and be like self-love, like, no, like it takes discipline to go out and get a job and work and work for your money. It takes discipline to be a parent, it takes discipline to change your physique. There's that self-love because like, if you're just complacent, like, I don't really think that that's showing yourself self-love because it's not showing that you want to improve in any aspect of life. And then I think people feel lost. But then again, only, you know, your intentions, right? So like, I'm not going to judge you, like, if you want to stay the same, so don't judge me if I want to, you know, change, like, you yeah. know, like what brings you true happiness and you just have to, I think self-love it, or true, like self-love is like self-awareness. And yeah. I mean, I, I genuinely don't care what other people do. Like if I'm eating at a table and someone's eating like fried food and like drinks and let's say I have like a healthier option or whatever like I could care less I really don't care and I've had people be like oh like you're probably judging me right now I'm like no honestly I'm not like I hate that that's probably like the comment I hate the most is like you're at like a family dinner and like people know what you do for work or like you know what and maybe not even a family dinner like an event people like oh like back on the diet tomorrow like you know like they're like you must be judging me. I'm like, I don't even know what, like, I didn't even notice. Like, yeah. I mean, unless you're doing something actually harmful for yourself, yeah, I'll notice that. But like, you're not hurting anyone. I don't care. Right. It's just, there is such a double standard. Like if you, you know, like, and I, I hate this for my clients. Like I hear them say a lot too, like they're at work and like they get, you know, peer pressured to like, they're like, well, why won't you have the cookie? Why won't you have the cookie? And it's like, well, I'm not saying to you like, well, why, why are you having the cookie? Like, why aren't you yeah. having some carrots? You know, like it, it, it's like, it, I don't know. That's a whole other rant, I guess. What, so what, did you get any more questions? Um, let me refresh this. Um, someone said, I guess we already kind of talked about relationships. Someone just said relationships. You're getting married. Yeah. Oh, I, my one year, my one year anniversary is next Sunday. And you finally got your video. <laughs> I've finally got my wedding video. Um, yeah. So my one year an- wedding anniversary is Sunday. So I guess I'm an expert on marriage now. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm kidding. Totally kidding. I was just kind of freaking out though with all this like 
revving up with all the I don't watch the news because the news is negative and stressful but like people I see a lot of brides who are like concerned with getting married and I'm like uh I don't want to deal with that stuff again my advice would just be to keep planning you know precautions listen talk to your wedding planner you know your venue um I don't want to get into that because that's a lot but yeah every state is so different too so like you just gotta kind of go with what your local area is doing well I mean anyone listening I was a 2020 bride so I was supposed to get married March 28th 2020 yeah um so anyway that's a very long story but I'm excited to be your um your matron of honor why did I almost say milf that didn't make sense I'll be your milf (laughs) no so you asked so anyone listening I joked when Nicole so Nicole asked me to be your maid of honor I was like well actually I'll be your matron of honor because I'm married so I'm all you know I'm all matronly now Oh my gosh. And you're like the youngest in the group. <laughs> By a year. I'm only a year younger than you. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited though. I feel like all the finer details are coming together and um, we're going to do that combo of a bachelor and bachelorette party, which will be fun. Yeah. I was going to say it was a, the question was, or the, the topic was relationship. So is Jake kind of is has he excited guys are yeah, they're different about the wedding pre-stuff than we are he seems excited I just think that um I don't think guys realize how much detail goes into it because when he says he's stressed out I'm like you realize that I've basically done everything and that's usually how it goes when you get married in like a male female relationship usually the female is doing like majority of everything so like I think that he's just gonna show up and be like wow like this is nice I'm like yeah thanks for helping yeah Yeah. we're stressed out too but like granted our situation was a lot different as far as like yeah stressors of the world and situations this is just like traditional planning this isn't like oh my gosh is the world ending like I felt like that's how it was for you yeah kind of (laughs) no but Honestly, for him and I, like the week of our wedding, like uh, when we actually did end up having our wedding in August, it was like, I felt like on cloud nine, I was like, woo, we're almost like, like, we're almost going to do it. You know, it's like, not that you want it to be over, but I was just ready for the planning and the, the buildup to be done with, I think. Yeah. I think I'm going to be nervous that day. Um, but I'm so happy I have a planner too, because I just need someone to tell me what to do and where to be at certain things. Like they're going to help me with that whole timeline. And I'm like, yeah, just tell me where I need to be. <laughs> yeah. That'll be nice. Um, and you will be reversing for how many weeks then? I don't know. I think it'll be a little over eight. Honestly, this reverse diet's been so different. I was going back in my like prep archives and um, I'm eating just a little bit less than my first week of prep, but my body composition is a complete 180. Yeah. I've never had that before. I've always been like either slowly gaining weight or um, I don't know. I've had preps too where I've, 
kind of gone off the deep end a little bit. (laughs) Well, and every prep is going to be different. And like your, your health is a lot different than it was last year, or I'm sorry, two years ago. Yeah. Your last reverse. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So different. Um, and I did like those side-by-sides too. Like you could just see all the inflammation and I always have people too. They're like, how do you know, like hormone stuff is going on? I'm like, you feel horrible all the time. Like you don't feel like yourself. Well, yeah. And you get, you should get blood work done. Like if you like, I think some of the major symptoms that something is up is going to be like fatigue, um, changes to like your hair and skin, uh, digestion stuff, you know, what's crazy though, with the blood work thing, kind of reversing a little bit people don't want to pay for it, but then they'll just throw supplements at themselves. Oh, I hate that. Especially my biggest one lately that I have such a pet peeve about is people like coaches, especially being like, take this hormone balancing supplement or like supplement companies, like hormone balancing supplement. And it has like things like dim in there, which, okay. Dim can be a great ingredient, but if you you know, have all these hormone related symptoms, you don't know, it might be that your estrogen and progesterone are actually tanked and you have no estrogen. And then you're going to take dim, which is going to like drive it further down. And it's, Mm -hmm. and you wouldn't know that because a lot of the symptoms, like things like people like thyroid issues, for example, like thyroid adrenal stuff, a lot of that, like symptom wise looks similar but you wouldn't know unless you do the proper testing. So yeah, again, test don't guess with that one. Yeah. And, um, also like I would say with those ranges that they provide you too, I kind of use like a grading scale. Like if you're getting, like if you're barely passing and you're getting like a D minus in that range, like you're still within the range that's normal, but it's not like optimal. And I feel like a lot of physicians don't address it. And it's like concerning. Yeah. I would say the, what I, how I explain that is reference ranges. Like when you, you have to consider like optimal for you as an athlete, as a bodybuilder, you know, may not be quote unquote optimal by our kind of optimal for Susie, who's 50 years old and sedentary. Right. Right. And it's like, I don't know. I, I feel like medical system is kind of like, okay, let's wait for you to be like really like bad, bad, or like have some, like have debilitating symptoms before we, you know, start saying like, it's not optimal when for us, like we're looking to like truly be optimal and be thriving. You know, mm-hmm. there's a difference between thriving and like getting by, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, another person asked this, I mean, someone, I don't even know where to go with this. Give us juicy, give us juicy drama since I have none in my life and don't like to involve myself in it. Oh my gosh. I don't, I talk about the Reddit post. (laughs) Oh yeah. So Nicole is on Reddit which I deleted after that <laughs> and sent me something today. So I go on Reddit and what do you I, mean? Reddit is a forum, right? Yeah. It's like Twitter. I read, am I the asshole stories because they're so funny. Do you even know what that is? Am I the asshole? No. So am I the asshole? They go into like 
life stories and situations. And basically towards the end of it, um, they'll ask like, am I the asshole for um, wearing white at my sister's wedding? Or am I the asshole for um, dating some guy before we got divorced? Like just little things like that. And people will comment down below and like give them feedback. Um, That's terrible. But they're so funny. There's like really funny ones. I feel like, do they not have a best friend? Like, do- no, they just want to be anonymous. But there's like really dark stuff on Reddit too, like confessions and stuff. And like, there was one confession where this guy was like, I accidentally killed my baby brother and like it haunts me to this day. I'm like, that's horrible. Like, you know, granted, you don't know if it's true or not, but you're just like, it, you know, it can be entertaining. But there is a form on Reddit that's very like negative you know, there's some positive stuff in it, like clothing reviews and things like that I've seen. Um, but it, I would say it is primarily negative and they just like, were like basically roasting me and comparing me to people that I never even mentioned before publicly. And it's just like confusing. Um, yeah. So the funny thing too, is like that whole post I did about, um, competing in nationals, for the fitness division, I basically mentioned all the points that they talked about. <laughs> I was like, what are you trying to get to? Are you, you're making assumptions? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. Again, back to the only, you know, your intentions, like, I don't know. Everyone, like when everyone has different goals and yeah. And expectations. So like you don't know someone's expectations of whatever they're doing and you don't know the full story. Yeah, totally. Like when I decided I wanted to do fitness back in 2018, I had thought about it, but I always thought I wasn't good enough. Um, and then when I was picking up my gymnastics classes last year in 2020, Mm -hmm. I started getting my skills back really quickly. Um, and then I still was like, well, I don't know because the chest strength, because I've had a breast augmentation, I've had my muscle cut into, Um, I do feel like a lot of my neurological connection to my chest is just off from that, but I noticed I was progressing and I'm like, you know, I'm going to always wonder what if, if I don't try, so why not try it? Even back in 2018, I had wanted to do like Harley Quinn themed. I was the biggest suicide squad dork. I had dressed up as Harley Quinn for Halloween, like twice. So I'm just like, I just want to give it a go. Um, and I had, um, so much that's the funny thing too with social media you can get a thousand positive comments and then you'll get one negative comment and you let the negative comment kind of affect you instead of focusing on the positive oh you mean Uh, oh yeah and even in person I had the promoter come up to me saying like I haven't seen great fitness routines like that in a very long time um I've had, I had random people in the audience come up to me. I had an IFBB fitness pro come up to me saying like, you guys, as well, Victoria and I, cause we were only fitness girls, but she's like, you guys did so good up there. So like, you can have like all that positivity, but then you get someone who's very upset in their life and like post negative things online, like ruin your day, which is dumb. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know how much into it you want to get. Like we already talked, but like, I just think at the end of the day, like (laughs) I'm going to say it for like the fifth time, like only, you know, your intentions and. Right. Well, I think the other thing too, is like, you can't follow someone and expect that, you know, that like, 
obviously I know you like we're friends in real life and all of that, but like I get that people share their life on Instagram, but then they think they know these people. And it's like, I've met so many people I've followed for years. And when I meet them in person, like maybe we don't vibe really well together and that's okay because real life is a lot different. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, it, it is a highlight reel at the end of the day. And it's, you can be selective about like what you show. Yeah, totally. I look like a ghost right now in this video. It's the lighting. <laughs> I got two lamps on either side. You but look it's orange like, to me. Oh, I look like I'm raising into heaven right now on my side. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we leave next Wednesday, right? Yeah, Wednesday and then... August. I can't believe it's September. Oh. Jesus Christ, yeah. Um... Are you going to go? So I think I'm going to go to the Olympia. Are you going to go? Isn't that first weekend of October? Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. Second. Well, Second. I'll, I'll probably want to go. I have I'm, to talk to one of my clients if she's going to do it. I'm going to go for sure. I think Friday night and Saturday morning. Are I you, don't know. Are you staying there? I'm going to stay with my friend Jess one night. But um, I, I still ha don't know the details. I'm just debating if I want to go to finals on Saturday night. Saturday night is bikini, men's open, shoot. I mean, those are the two that I care most about. I want to see Missy's routine. I feel so bad for her losing her coach. Oh, I know. So John, John Meadows was Missy's coach. But I think... I think it just makes it so much more powerful for her. Yeah. She's been like crying a lot and like, um, God, that would be hard too to just like lose. It was more than just her coach to her, but like just having to navigate two mega shows back to back, like the Arnold and the Olympia. Yeah. And, and Terrence Ruffin too, for classic. Um, I, I mean, I, I like, I want to see all of it. So it's, it's hard. Like you're saying like the price, like I'm like, I think prejudging is part of the expo ticket. So like, I'm like, maybe I could see prejudging uh, Friday yeah, for the Friday competitors, like the Friday divisions. And then I definitely would, for me, I would want to go to prejudging and check out the expo and hang out. I really want to see wellness too. And like, cause it's well, the wellness, wellness is so is different. Be, Wellness at the IFBB level compared to amateur level, I, I feel like there's a lot to improve there. Well, here's the thing. It's a new division. So mm -hmm. people like aren't grown into it yet. Like the pros are. Yeah. And I was talking about too with you and like even the fitness division, it's like, so you're going to change the rules at the NPC level, but you haven't changed the rules at the IFBB level. Like that's the thing with them is like, they're trying to optimize the IFBB pro league, but then like, they're trying to get more people involved at the NPC level. And I feel like they're sometimes on what do you mean for wellness? What do you for mean? Wellness, um, I just think that you're not going to get the size of course with amateurs when it's a brand new division, because you had gotten a lot of these girls who did bikini, who had to, maybe size down their legs or you know what I mean so it's like I feel like these people are now trying to learn how to train to look a way that has never been rewarded before 
Yeah, which makes it cool. And it's it's cool to see it growing. And I think the discrepancy you see at the amateur level is just, you can only judge who shows up, you know? Yeah. So like, we're I mean, not talking about Yurishna. What, how do you say your name, Yurishna? I don't know. I actually don't know that many wellness pros, but like, that's a, well, that's a very don't? good point too, with like, even if we go into like bikini pros, like you'll get people who judge like some of these brand new IFBB bikini pros and they're like, oh, but them compared to Issa or um, Ashley or Jen. And it's like, they're not competing against them that day. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. I think to ter- like, t- there's a standard, you know, to turn pro, but at the same time, just because like, there is a standard, don't get me wrong, but just because you turn pro doesn't mean you're ready to compete on the Olympia stage. Like, yeah. And just because you turn pro, so we got to look at it like a pro, like an elite level athlete, just because you're an elite level athlete doesn't mean you're ready for the Olympics. So like, you got to keep that in mind. It's still a big pot. Like I almost feel like it's like NPC, uh, just turning pro and then like Olympia qualified, like Olympia qualified girls is top to top. Right. I don't know. I, I like, I think wellness is so cool. Like Renee Jewett is my, she's my woman crush Wednesday, but there's like, I think every division, uh, I'm sorry, men's physique. I just, I can't, I just don't get it, but I, I like, see the I like men's physique. I, I mean, I like men's physique. I like uh, men's classic the best. I like classic physique the best too, but I, I like watching the open. I like, I don't know. The physique is the only one that I'm like, meh. It's probably the most boring. Um, I'm not a huge fan of men's bodybuilding, but that's because I just feel like they're pushing their bodies outside the natural limit, which that's obvious. It, bodybuilding no, that's so why it's, that's why it's cool nicole it's, it's i don't know i just well, think- i just like it scares me seeing a lot of people in our industry passing away and a lot of them are primarily men not recently yeah i mean you can't jump to conclusions too it's like the chicken or the egg you know with some deaths I don't know, just there's some crazy ass protocols out there. And if you're questioning something your coach is giving you. Don't compromise. (laughs) Don't compromise your life for life is not worth any trophy. Yeah, I think it's that very intense mentality. A lot of athletes have like they did that whole thing where would you win a gold medal and the would you choose to win a gold medal in the Olympics if you knew you only had five years left to live? Like basically like you win this and then you die in five years, like 90% of athletes said yes. And they think that a lot of people get into that extreme mindset and then you lose vision of like perspective of the long term. Well, and another issue, I think, and this is not, this is just across the board. I think like you're saying, like a lot of athletes will just suck it up and not tell their coach things or think it's just part of the process quote unquote and not tell their coach that like they're suffering they're really struggling or like maybe they have an injury like yeah and they'll just keep it hush hush because they want to get on stage which yeah again like I mean that goes so far with a lot of things I mean even for myself like choosing to like be done with really dieting it's like did I want to do that 
no, of course I'd love to keep going, but then it's like, you got to weigh out the pros and cons and like, not just, and I even talked to you, like, don't just talk, talk to yourself about it. Cause like, I feel like I could talk my, my talk myself into something and out of something very easily. Yeah. And I mean, like you knew, like, I mean, what I told you is like, you know, your feedback is to grow and build muscle. So like, why are we going to keep dieting? Yeah. When we're just prolonging what my improvements need to be the inevitable like it's I mean and I have a different again like I have a different like outlook on things I think than maybe some other competitors or other people but like yeah I don't know I think just why I honestly want to like just take two to three years off and like just build muscle and focus on building my business more yeah I think I mean I'll be a solid at I'll be at least two and a half years before like of a full improvement season before I crap again, yeah. which is kind of wild to think, but I mean, it goes fast. It does go really fast. Speaking of future, I want to do a seminar or some sort of like retreat within a year or so. I think it'd be really fun to have like get together with all of my clients and like, well, whoever can come, like, I wish I could pay for everyone's plane ticket, but you know, I think, well, I mean, that's what a retreat is though. It's an investment. Like I've done like a business retreat before. It's like, you're choosing to go and connect with those people. And, um, it's just crazy when you work with someone for like one, two, three, four years. And it's like, I haven't even met this person before. I know. And that's why like, like, that's, I, I love, like, I love going to the shows like Pittsburgh. Like I'm excited to like, just connect with like a bunch of people that you talk to on a regular I talk basis to you on Instagram. Like I support like through there, like teammates, you know, old yeah. teammates, all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. I'm excited. I have a handful of people I want to see. I'm just hoping that I can run into them. I know I was talking to a couple of people yesterday on Instagram um, but I think because we're getting there Wednesday, we'll be able to be there when a lot of other people are like getting in. Yeah. We'll be able to see Wednesday night. We'll be able to see John compete. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause they're going. And I have, I have a client competing in North Americans. Shout out to Jordan Wallace. Oh, she is. She killed it. Like, honestly, and a she lot of people, great. she has, a, she's, she's solid. She did everything right. She did. She said, I want to compete. Had already been lifting for a year or so before working with me. Worked together for two years. And now, like, she prepped and she looks great. Honestly, her calories are in a fantastic place, too, which says a lot. I I did not have to push her, like, sub 1,300 calories or anything. Mm-hmm. And that's crazy because she's not tall. Okay. I want to shout out before we go, I want to shout out my client who competed yesterday. She's a first time competitor and she, so I don't, I think I know what her future plans are, but you know, she told me Friday night we were talking and she was like, no matter what happens tomorrow, even if I hate it, like I'm excited to take a full year off to build muscle. And I just like, as a coach who loves this sport, that makes me so happy to hear that no matter like again first time competitors I think like we get all excited but like you don't know you might hate the stage like you might hate yeah. the whole day the whole process because it's it's a process um stage day maybe that's another episode we should do but or I'm sorry stage day show day 
but anyway, just to hear her say like, regardless of if I continue to compete or not, I still want to live this lifestyle and I still want to take the time to build. And that's what it is. It's bodybuilding. Yeah. And you never know, like you might change your mind one day. You might be entering an off season and decide, I don't want to do bodybuilding. I want to try this or try that. Like, don't feel like you have to limit yourself. Like living this lifestyle of like paying attention to your nutrition and lifting and optimizing biofeedback is only going to enhance other areas of your life. Oh, absolutely. Um, um, but that's exciting. How did she do at that show? She got fourth, um, fourth in true novice and fourth in novice. Um, she didn't place in the open. There was like, but she got center of first center of second call outs in the open. Um, and where is she located statewide? It was in Texas. So it was pretty competitive. Um, from what I could see from the open, it wasn't live streamed. So that was kind of upset like some of the shows yeah. are being live stream now but um from what i could see there was like a good 13 or 14 girls in the open um and actually my friend reva won so congrats to her um yeah. that class but i mean for my client to get center of second call outs out of 14 girls yeah um i mean that's pretty good for a first show with a good you know competitive lineup the other thing too is like i've had um for example like Jordan asked me about like, did you think like, cause she did take second in like one of her classes, like she did really good, but like, she's very competitive and she's just like, why do you think, you know, this girl did better than me? Like, I didn't think this was better or like just analyzing, trying to be honest, like with herself. And I was like, to be honest, like, I would love to say that you were better than her, but I also was not at the judge's angle. I did not see the full presentation. I didn't see the full story. So like, I'm not going to lie and be like, oh yeah, like you should have killed everyone. Like, no, like I wasn't there. I can't give you an honest critique. And even with, um, when I see myself competing, I see stage shots. It's like, it's still a different angle. It's still different in real time. So like, I can't really get my two cents. That's why I I get annoyed when people on like social media will like comment on and they're like, oh, like so-and-so should have won. It's like, well, you weren't there. Like the stage photos, like even, even the good high quality stage photos are different from what you see in real life. And like the live streams, like I love that some of the shows have them now, but like sometimes the quality is just grainy and not good. And seeing someone's stage photo, like one competitor stage photo, you're seeing them, but you're not seeing them compared to the rest of the lineup. Yeah. And you're not seeing their movement and all that. And movement does posing. change the physique. Yeah. Posing is a huge part of it. Um, I feel like posing saves my ass a lot of times, <laughs> but so you're not going to see it. One thing that I, cause that was, I was not as good of posing as I could have been for my, as far as like how often I posed for my mm-hmm. first show, for my first season. And like, as soon as, and I know I could be posing now, but it's just, it's hard when you feel like a little fluffy to pose, you know, and you, your body, like you don't, it looks different. It's hard to, because posing is showing off your physique, right? It's showing off and I hiding think, sometimes your weak points. So when yeah. you're not, when you're not as lean or not as close to game day look, 
it's you don't know like it's room there's room for for changes I guess. But I think posing in your off season like for me I would do it in like leggings and like a tank because like at that point I'm more so just practicing having balance in my heels and learning like how to pivot and like you know your face and presentation there versus like how does my physique look because you know when I'm trying to improve like we're not going to find all these heavy details. Oh, <laughs> calling me out. So yeah. So maybe I should, cause I hate my heels. Like they're just old and hard to yeah. kind of lost their support. So I think maybe I'll, I'll get on because the shoe fairy, their heels are always sold out, but I think I'll get on a wait list and you and never wear okay. heels in your daily life too. So like that is a skill to wear them um, when you're not used to it. Yeah, um, definitely not used to wearing heels. <laughs> yeah, okay, should we should we wrap up this this random working on our fitness girls chat? Yeah, I guess so. Um, what's one thing that you're excited for in the future? We'll end it there. Like, share one thing each that I haven't talked about yet. Yeah. bear to feel better poor baby bear um yeah I'm excited for him to not have to wear the cone I feel so bad yeah um I'm trying to think I have so many like I guess I'll say so Mike and I are doing something next weekend for our one year yeah you don't know I don't know what it is I think we're gonna go to the beach so that'll be fun I'm looking forward to that yeah. In addition to everything else I've already talked about on this podcast. <laughs> I haven't been to the beach in a really long time. Um, what are you excited about in the next, something coming up in the next couple of weeks? What are you excited about? Besides anything you've already talked about? Yeah. Um, I guess I'm just excited to settle in more into this house and like make it our own. Get more candles. I've literally bought like five candles and I've <laughs> never been a candle person. This is just aging. It's just, you buy things you used to hate. Oh, I can't wait for the pumpkin candles. That is the best. I am so basic. <laughs> I like the maple and like those kind of scents, maple, cinnamon. Um, what's that? Cider. I like that kind of Apple smell. Cider, yeah. I like, don't like pumpkin though. <laughs> Lame. But, yeah. It's fine. I eat pumpkin straight out of the can for anyone listening. Can't. Straight up pumpkin. (laughs) Okay. On that note, I will end this recording and thank you guys for listening. Um, I hope you like some of the just random chat kind of podcasts like we like them. So if you did, tag us, share this on Instagram, and we'll catch you guys next time. See you guys later.